This is a Sarkarians Media Production. Hello, everybody. This is Natasha Soul, and we're here for another episode of Brown Skin Conversations. <clears throat> I don't know if I'm going to sing it like that every time, but get used to it, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But I hope everybody has been having a good time, good week. It is Pride Month. And to me, that means live your best life the way you truly are, especially if it ain't harming other people. And being gay or being part of the LGBTQ plus community is not harming anybody. So, yeah, just wanted to start it off with that. Hope my queer folk are having the best of times, twenty twenty one, especially in June since that's y'all month. Well, since that's our month, but whatever, ain't gonna go too deep into that. <laughs> but this episode, I wanted to talk about the random things that millennials get blamed for, because. Generations older than us, real life, real life be wilding. Like, I don't know where these, where this blaming stuff be coming from. Like, you at your wits end or something. You at the end of your life course. And now all of a sudden you just want to blame somebody else for irrelevant things. So, here we go. The first thing that we get blamed for, and this is just my mini list of things that I think are wild. Like, no, nah, for real, like, why are we getting blamed for this? Or there's reasons why these things are happening. It's not like, oh, millennials aren't doing this anymore and that's why this is happening. No. So, the first thing is the real estate market not being as popping as it used to. Millennials get blamed for that. I'm just going to skip over the other ones and go right to the job market and how it has changed and how millennials are getting blamed for that too. Now, these two things connect a lot. We can't get great jobs because everybody wants us to have 10 years of experience. Or, okay, maybe not 10 years, 5 years of experience. For me to get a basic-ass job. That requires me to have at least a bachelor's. Just so I can make maybe 45k a year. I just want you to know that. 
five to ten years of experience, I'm 25. That means I needed to start working at between the ages of 15 and 20. 20? Okay, like, working at 17, cool. I had an internship in my 11th grade year. That's not, I guess, I mean, it is experience. But, you know, if I am doing an internship only for the school year and then over the... Well, actually, it was for the summer, too. Never mind. I'm making excuses. <laughs> no, but for real. When I get these internships or when we get these internships, sometimes these are not things that we want to do. And I feel like we have every right to hop from job to job until we figure out what we want to do we don't have to be like our predecessors or just the people that were came before us and did this before us we don't have to be at a job from 20 and up and never leave like that's wild especially if we don't feel like it fits us and the way that jobs are working now why would I stay at certain places, especially when I'm not happy? I'm all for telling people, leave the job if you're not happy. I mean, or at least put in those extra, you know, hours to fill out applications. Yes, it is freaking annoying. If you have a friend that is trying to leave a job to, you know, get together and start looking for jobs. You don't have to do it alone. You don't have to do much of anything alone these days. There are, if you have an iPhone, <laughs> if you have an iPhone, or even if you have an Android now, you can go on Clubhouse and there are co-working spaces. We can just sit in there and listen to a little bit of banter between other people that just need a space where they feel like, okay, I'm not sitting here by myself. My mind isn't wandering completely. And just fill out job applications. Get what you need to get done. Have a little conversation. And then get back to focusing on what you need to do. So, with that. With the job market. Not even being willing to pay people that do have the 5 to 10 to 20 years of experience what they're worth because to be honest I literally should make as much as my college debt is after getting my bachelor's from my first job out of college I feel like that should be a requirement like oh what's your debt okay if it's not if it's like 50,000 Jobs should be starting to pay people 60000 a year. Is your whole salary going to go towards paying your student loan off? No, it's really not. Part of me is like, I don't think you should pay it at all. Because school should be free. But whatever. That's a whole nother episode. But with you not even be, being able to find a job that pays enough, we go back to the real estate market plummeting. 
okay generations before millennials just because right out of high school you were able to pay ten thousand dollars for your four years of college and then turn around and you know while you were in college you found the love of your life and now both of y'all salaries is enough to pay for your house does not mean that this is the same now and that's what we need to get through all of our heads is the fact that it is not the same stop telling me when i was your age i was able to do this this and that you're not my age times are totally different now you can barely keep a job don't do that don't do that <laughs> like i'm i'm not here for the I'm not here for the, well, when I was your age, I could do this. And when I was your age, I could do that. I don't care. A part of me does not really care. Because you start to hear, oh, when I was your age so much, you realize that they don't care about what you're dealing with. They're only stuck in their... They're only stuck in their minds of what they dealt what they dealt with in the past. I can't buy a house with my forty k a year salary. Half of us ain't getting married anymore or dating traditionally. That's another thing that we get blamed for. So I don't have we don't have two incomes coming into this house. I might have a roommate. I can get an apartment. We're renting out here because I cannot afford to do these things because people in your world, when I was your age, I was getting paid $2 an hour, head asses. What they got to do with what, I, with what I'm going through now? Just because the minimum wage, at least in Maryland, I think it's at $12 an hour now, maybe. So, you were making $2 an hour, that was minimum wage then, and you were able to, you know, get your bachelor's and then bump up to what I'm what I'm supposed to be making minimum wage now, and you were able to buy a house. Okay. If you look at the inflation rate <laughs> from at least 1960, it has increased by 786.47%. For certain groups of people, I could say, yeah, the struggle was still going on. Maybe you didn't have a car in 1960 when you were working, and I do, but certain prejudices are still going. Not as bad. But sometimes, like I have told some people before, I'd rather have a racist be a racist to my face than behind my back. It's worse. At least I know that you out of character from the jump. 
I don't need you acting like you like me. Just to turn around and be like, oh my gosh, she's such a blah, 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 blah. <sighs> But anyway, off topic. So yeah, real estate. You can't buy a house. Off of no dad on 40K. Now, some people would be like, well, if you're saving, I'm still trying to get my credit together. I messed up my credit because I didn't understand credit because I was not taught about it. Whose fault is that? If I wasn't taught something, didn't know about it, it's partially not my fault. But now that I know that this, that credit is a very important thing for god knows what reason because credit scores were invented in 1956 but became more prevalent in the 70s 80s and 90s um so yeah and even then in the 50s and 60s you could literally like uh what was that? Shoot. It's a movie I was watching. And they had this like check or something. You ain't had to show ID for that. Or it was really easy to make fake IDs to use other people's. Yeah. They were scheming back then. And that's why I feel like credit scores are a scheme. But we're not going to get into that either. Because there are just a lot of things that just really grinds my gears. <laughs> And moving somewhere else would not help. It wouldn't help at all. <sighs> Alright, so the job market sucks. Because I got to have a job out the womb. Which means that the real estate market is going to suck. Because I can't afford to buy a house. Also can't afford a house because... We ain't getting married these days. People would rather be alone. <laughs> I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Even though I'm in a pretty good relationship. When I was single. Did I want to be in a relationship? Of course. But were there times when I was just like, wow. Being single is something that... uh it ain't bad. I don't have to worry about nobody else but myself. Being selfish, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not 100%, but being selfish to a point where I was just like, the only people that I really need to worry about is my friends. I'd rather just have that type of relationship. Platonic relationships. And you can have romantic relationships with friends. Romance does not mean that you have to have sex with the person. It just means that you love them. Literally, the definition of romantic is conduct conducive, my bad, not conductive. Conducive to or characterized by the expression of love. So, you know. You can have romantic relationships with friends. Your you know, 
some people believe in soulmates. Your soulmate could be your best friend or a friend that you have because y'all just like that. You understand each other. So, marriage, I'd rather have friends <laughs> or just be by myself. Or if you are trying to date, you got to date on the app. You ain't meeting people outside no more. Even though it's not really wise to do much of that right now unless you're doing sneaky links and we're all adults here stop being sneaky if both of y'all are single stop doing sneaky links it's not cute okay all right and last but not least the stupidest thing on the list because amazon has been around for a while but i will still walk into a tarjay um traditional stores Stores are starting to close. Malls are starting to close and stuff like that. Just because I don't feel like I need to go to Macy's and spend 10% more than I would on a freaking bath mat than I would at Target, which is also equally expensive sometimes. Or I can go to Walmart and get a, an equally cute one. Does not mean that you you don't blame me for stores closing. I don't want to go into this big department store where people are talking to me, asking me if I need help. Sometimes I just want to look around. I mean, and then when I do need help, don't nobody ask me. Literally, just had this happen the other day. Went to Micro Center to get one thing. My first two... My first time and my and the second time I went in the micro center, somebody asked me, did I want help within 10 to 15 seconds of me walking through the daggone store doors? And I didn't need help. This I've been there like four times. This weekend was the fifth time. By the time they asked, by the time they asked us if we needed help, we had already found what we needed, like... <laughs> Come on guys. Got to do better. <clears throat> I'm terrible. Um but no for real. Um traditional type of stores are starting to close because millennials would rather not have people talk to them. Now, particular type of stores like clothing stores need to stay open. So that I can go into the store and try on the clothes before I buy them. Because there has been times when I have been hurt by the fact that I get my size in certain clothing items and they don't fit like they're supposed to. And if I would have went in the store and tried it on, I wouldn't have had that problem. Like certain things like that. But that's when I feel like it. Any other time, I'll take a chance. I'd be like, all right, whatever. I just size up or I'll look at the reviews. Them good old reviews. They hit different. Do I trust everybody's opinion on stuff? No. But on certain items, I usually read the worst comments first. I look at when they were made, like, are these recent? Did these people buy this, like, within the last couple of months? Because 
maybe this person or people that are selling this item or having a bad month. They got a bad batch. Then I go to the top reviews. And then I check and I'm just like, okay, these were more recent. They're pretty good. And they're not saying, oh, I'm being paid for this review. Or I use um or I use a Chrome extension on my Google Chrome. They have extensions where you can find out if reviews are phony or not. Because they got a lot of those. Because if you're getting paid, you just feel inclined to lie. That's why people can't pay me to review anything. Because I'm going to tell you the truth. Whether you paid me for... Whether you paid for the item. Whether you paid me more than what the item is worth. I'm going to tell the truth. I don't got time for these games. But that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah. But I don't always want people in my face when I'm trying to buy stuff. It's pretty annoying. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And then when I do need help, when I do need help, I usually ask for help. I'm just like, excuse me, um, do you have such and such, this, that, and the third? Thank you. I have no problem with asking people for help unless I'm in Walmart. They don't want to be bothered. I don't want to bother them. We can't be having attitudes out here. I worked in customer service. I understand why they have an attitude. And just so we both don't have an attitude, I'd rather leave you alone. And let you do your daily duties at your your place of employment. Because you got to come here tomorrow. I don't. But yeah. That was my little rundown of um, things that millennials get blamed for. As I talked through it, some things I was just like, yeah. But overall, yeah, no, don't blame us for certain things happening. Like, I don't understand why I need to be blamed when there are people that didn't buy their first home until they were in their 30s. Or didn't get their own whatever until a certain age. Like, no. And we had a lot of people buying houses now. Do you really want me to be out here? (laughs) We're going back to real estate. Do you really want me to be out here buying houses the way that some people are buying houses? These houses be getting foreclosed on while the people are still living in there. And there are people out here buying these foreclosed houses and kicking niggas out. You really want me to be that person? I'm not that petty. I don't want to kick nobody out the house. I can't afford to kick you out the house. And even if I do take over the rent or whatever, I don't don't want to deal with anybody. I don't want to be blamed for kicking people out of their houses. I don't want to deal with people renting my home that I have just fixed up. I don't want nobody calling me in the middle of the night saying this needs to be fixed. No. Not at all. So, y'all. <laughs> Glad I got that off my chest. This was a great episode. And I hope y'all like it. I hope y'all resonate with me and be like, yes. 
that's annoying. <laughs> or even if you don't agree with me, let me know. Let me know. The handles, the handles will be in the show notes. Because that's what it's called, show notes. I still can't get over that. <laughs> but all of the handles for Brown Skin Conversation, email, Twitter, that's going to be there. As well as the Sarkarrogance website and Instagram. It will be there. Because I want y'all to reach out. I want y'all to let me know. I want y'all to let me know. How you like the show. What I can improve on. And all that good stuff. I know we don't have the best of ambiance. Because <laughs> I don't have the window open. My bad y'all. Could have done better. But yes, thank you so much for tuning in to another com- another conversation with brown skin person. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Brown Skin Conversations. Again, this is Natasha Soul. Hope you have a great rest of your week.